Hey Coast Wizard listeners, before we begin today's episode, a quick word from our sponsor Zenler Ninjas. That's Z N L R ninjas.com for all your new Zenler needs whether it's virtual assistants or you need site migration and everything in between. Zenler Ninjas can handle it, so check them out and now let's get started with today's show. Welcome to the Course Wizards podcast with Amit Aurora and Christopher Maselli. Get ready to discover the latest tools and tips on how to create, teach, and market your online training course. Now here's your hosts, Amit and Chris. Hey, what's up, Course Wizards? It's the Course Wizards. Amit Aurora and Christopher Maselli. I'm Christopher Maselli, and I'm here with Amit. How are you doing today, Amit? I am doing hashtag awesome, Chris. Thanks for asking. <laughs> You're welcome. And I bet you're using hashtags because today we're talking about Pinterest. Is that right? That is, that's exactly why I'm, no, that's how I talk in normal life, man. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Pinterest. So we're going to talk about Pinterest because uh, Pinterest is a very nice tool as a supplement for when you create your courses to get, help people find your courses. Uh, Some people like to use it for advertising. And um, the reason I like Pinterest personally is because it is a lot of people think of it like a social network because you think, oh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest. But Pinterest is really not a social network. It's a search engine like Google. In fact, it's the third largest search engine in the world right behind Google and YouTube is Pinterest. And so the the way Pinterest works, though, is it doesn't catalog the entire internet like Um, Google does. Instead, it relies on its users to create material that or pins that catalog the internet for them. So if you have a course and you want someone to be able to find it on Pinterest, it's not going to happen automatically. You have to go ahead and create a pin and put it out there so people can find it. And we just take that moment. Yes. So I I feel like I've always heard about Pinterest, all right? I have never really interacted with as much, so I'm interested in this as well. And I'm actually on your writing momentum Pinterest pin board, whatever you call it. And you have quite a few, you have like about 1,700 followers, 40,000 monthly views. So yeah, yeah, tell us all about Pinterest. I'm interested in learning more about this. Yeah, Pinterest is it's pretty cool. Like I said, it's a search engine. And so what you want to do is you want to create your own Pinterest board, add your board cover photo, right? That's like a banner for the page. It's the first thing people see when they go there, gets people's attention. But then what you need to do is start adding pins. And so these are basically small images that um, that capture people's attention and get them to click through. Pinterest is big about the click-throughs. They're big, you know, a lot of these social networks are working very hard to keep you on their social network. Pinterest, that's not really the goal. Pinterest is more like Google. They want you to be able to find what you're looking for because statistically, they know that people come to Pinterest to find answers and to shop. 
And so their goal is to make sure that um, people can find what they're looking for. So they want you to create small images called pins that are like little advertisements for things that you have, for articles you've read. So what I do on my board is anytime I have a new blog on my website, I create seven pins. Okay, and I do I do a variety of uh, regular pins, which are like pictures. I do some mm-hmm. video pins. You can do moving video, and you can also do some that they call idea pins, which are like kind of like Instagram stories, which are like a collection of images together. Mm-hmm. And then I schedule those out over time so that they don't all hit at once. And what that does is it just regularly puts a new pin on my board and helps people who are looking for the things that I pin about up there in front of them because my pins end up showing up when someone does a search, the ones related to that search will show up in the search results. Does that make sense? Yep. So I'm looking at one of the pins here where this guy is, it's a video of this guy going thumbs up and it says, clear up the confusion, listen to our podcast. So is that a pin? Yes. So that's a pin. That's a video pin. And that's advertising. Uh, My wife and I have another podcast called the Writing Momentum Podcast, which is about writing. And that's advertising one of the new podcasts that's out. So every time we have a new podcast come out, it drops on Pinterest and um, they can click through that pin to get there. So how we created that is we use a product called Canva. You've probably heard of Canva. Tailwind is another very popular one. And the reason I like you using Canva in particular is because it allows you to not only create pins very easily, but it allows you to schedule them right on Pinterest right there in Canva. So I don't have to then download the image and then upload to Pinterest or any of that. I can schedule it right on Canva. I can put a description in there. I can put some hashtags in there and I'm all good to go. And so what you want to do is just create that attractive pin. You want it to be eye catching and um, have just have some good content for people, you know, for people to see. Okay. And then you, you had talked a little bit about you recently dabbled in some Pinterest advertising. Tell us a little bit more about that, Chris. Yeah, so I've done a little bit of advertising. Um, it it was very eye-opening for me to do it because, first of all, compared to something like Facebook, it was very easy to do, um, but it also did not have... Uh, you weren't able to drill down as far as you can with Facebook, right? I mean, if if you've done any advertising on Facebook, you know that you can say, I want to target women who are 45 to 55 years old, who live in Wyoming, who eat peanut butter and jelly for lunch, right? You Mm -hmm. can't get that targeted on Pinterest. Pinterest is more about targeting um, really kind of like arts and hobbies that people have. So if you want to target people who love painting, Pinterest is the place for you. Um, and and so it just really depends on your topic. Um, I haven't found a lot of things on there about entrepreneurship, but there is things on there for writing. So that's why I use it for, uh, for writers. And um, like any platform, you have to use keywords. You have to have good links. You have to have relevant, good content and just to get people to find your material. But once you do, um, I actually find it not as competitive as something like Google 
or YouTube. Um, and it's, it's something that you can, you can get found on. And like, like you can see, I've, I've got a good amount of followers in a relatively short time. And, um, uh, and I'm getting some, I'm getting some good views and click throughs and, and through the advertising, I only, I just did some tests with it and I just spent $10 and I ended up getting, uh, something like 20 times the amount of views I normally get on the pin. So normally I get about a hundred views on a pin. If I just throw one out there on the first week and when I advertise, I got about 1200 views on that pin. So it definitely makes a difference when you advertise. Okay. And so you can advertise a specific pin. So this pin that you advertised, was there a call to action in there or was it just to drive engagement? Yeah, this was a particular pin. I did. I actually did an affiliate product for someone else's course uh, that I liked. And uh, I thought, well, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to because I knew they had a full funnel created and everything. So I thought, well, I'm going to go ahead and create a pin for them, push people to their course. It had a call to action on it. And um uh, and it, and it did all right. It, it got, I got, uh, about, well, there was a discrepancy. It, it, um, Pinterest said I got 35 people, I think, to click through. Uh, the person's website showed that I had about 108 click through. So I'm not sure which is true. Um, but none of them ended up buying, but I think it was because of the landing page. So I, um, I was very pleased that I was able to get that many through, you know, on a $10 test. And yeah. so I think with a little tweaking, I think I could make some sales pretty easily. So the discrepancy, or not the discrepancy, you think the person who you collaborated with, their landing page wasn't kind of designed for conversions? Yeah, it definitely wasn't. Um, and, and you know, that, that wasn't my goal with it. And I didn't realize uh, how weak the landing page was until I started, in, you know, getting people clicking through and I wasn't making any sales. And I thought, I need to look at this more in depth and when i went to the landing page I, I just i started looking and i thought well it's no wonder no one's buying because it just didn't it didn't it the, the person had had a great personality was great on camera which is what we talked about last episode is what mm. we're talking on camera right her personality really came out and she didn't have any video on that page and i think that really uh weakened the sales page so I actually contacted her afterwards and said, "Hey, would you recreate this landing page with video on it?" And she agreed to. So I'm I'm planning on trying it again, and I'll have to uh, keep you updated as to what happens. Okay, maybe we can look at her landing page together and make an episode out of it. That sounds great. <laughs> that All sounds right, great. so let me do a quick recap, Chris, for our listeners on how to grow your Pinterest followers. Uh, first of all, it's not a search engine like Google; it's a social network, right? So use no, the, other that way around. the other way around it. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. Not a social network. That's right. Yeah. So use it to your advantage. Use the search functionality, find things that speak to you and then start creating some pins, right? People yes. use Pinterest to find answers in a more visual way versus Google, which gives you the links. Uh, upload your own pins. Like you said, use Canva. You can from what I understood, you can schedule it right from within Canva, which is amazing. Or you can check out Tailwind. Uh, both of those. Uh, does Tailwind have a free version, Chris? Tailwind has a free version. Um, well, they both have free versions. I don't know if the scheduler is with the free version on either one. I think with Tailwind, they may give you 20 pins a month. It's not a lot. Yeah. Um, Canva, of course, is totally worth paying for. It's like of course. $10 or $15 a month, and that includes the scheduler. Canva is it what not just worth paying, it's worth its weight in gold, I think, right? Yes, it really is. Um, use attractive pins was another thing you mentioned. Uh, check out Pinterest advertising. It's not that expensive. It's not that complicated. 
Uh, of course, you cannot get granular, but you can still, uh, with Pinterest, the idea is to cast a wider net and not go niche down too much. Uh, yep. Use keywords in your description. So when you pin something, make sure you have those keywords so people can easily find. Um, just like you would when you're writing a blog article or, you know, keywords are important regardless. And then add a board cover photo, like a banner image for your Pinterest page, which I did have one question on that, Chris. So yours has you and Gina on the board and the little profile picture. So it looks like twice. Was that intentional to have it? And I'll send you a screenshot so you see what I see. But yeah. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, no. So that the little picture is just our, um, that's our avatar. And it just, and, but I had put that on our image. So yes, it looks like we've got our image, our pictures on there twice. But I was okay with that because that was, uh, um, yeah, it's just our avatar is all it is. Okay, cool. Well, I think this was a great episode. I'm going to have to look into... First of all, finding time, but definitely <laughs> checking out what Pinterest can offer, not just me, but course creators in general, right? Because we talk about diverse topics, so we can create boards, pins, um, all sorts of fun stuff. Thank you. I appreciate this and definitely learned a lot. Absolutely. Well, hey, if you've uh, if you if you've used Pinterest and uh, we'd love to hear about it, go ahead and let us know. You can go to coursewizards.com and then of course rate, review and subscribe to this podcast if you don't already. We don't want you to miss any episodes. And if you know someone who might like it, please share it with them. Until next time, this is Amit and Chris saying keep creating. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Course Wizards podcast with Amit Aurora and Christopher Maselli. Get a free PDF of their favorite online training resources, as well as notes from this podcast at CourseWizards.com. Hey, Course Creator, this is Chris from Course Wizards, and I recently recorded a training that you're going to love if you're into writing. It's called Apps for Authors. In it, I share 10 apps that will save you time when it comes to productivity and plotting, writing, editing, formatting, and marketing your next book. And because you're a listener of the Course Wizards podcast, I'm making it available to you for free. Grab it at writing.fyi apps. That's writing.fyi apps.